The Social Security Trust Fund is on shaky legs. So on today's podcast, we're going to talk about some changes that could be made in order to make that trust fund last just a little longer. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances. Hey, welcome once again. This podcast talks financial matters in uh, in your life. And because everything you hear uh, Mo talk about on this podcast, well, not exactly everything, but so much you can relate to in your own financial life. And that's what Mo Param and the team at Cloud Vesters, that's what they do. They, they guide you. Uh, through your financial life from when you first start uh, with your first career all the way up to retirement. Cloudvestor is a fiduciary firm recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. You can find out more at cloudvestors.com. And without further ado, once again, we introduce the star of the show. That would be one Mo Param. All right. All right. Here yeah. I am. Here, Here we am. go. Mo. Well, yeah. well, last time we had a standing ovation. I, don't, I mean, did I do a bad job last week? No, we don't have it connected to where we can get input from all the devices people listening to. We had that. <laughs> yeah, we, I should have set that up before we started here. <laughs> I should have set it up. What's going on? What's wrong with me? What's wrong? I know, Dave. I was a little I worried we'd scare people. There's that one person that would believe it. You know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they had a microphone uh, connected to every device people were listening to. <laughs> that's what we said last week when we heard the applause. We said that's how we hear it. You know, there is some there is a conspiracy theory that that is actually happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That we're being listened to. I don't know about listened to. Um, I know that the ability, the capability is there to know where we are. Oh, yeah. That's happening. Yeah. That's happening. But someone's being notified right now where I'm sitting, where you're sitting, and uh, what they're doing with that data, who knows, right? You know, if they could listen to me, they would be as bored as I was years ago. <laughs> my we had uh, my daughter was a baby, so we had a baby monitor. Our next-door mm-hmm. neighbor's mother was really old and slept in a room downstairs, and so they had a baby monitor for her. And we could actually, <laughs> we could pick them up on our baby monitor because they was in really? like their living room or wherever. And so <laughs> I should say this, but, you know, sometimes it would just come through and we could hear them. And it was the most boring thing in the world. We would listen to them <laughs> watch American Idol. And every now and then the the guy would go, oh. <laughs> and then his mother would say, um, you need to put those bunnies outside. It's getting close to Easter. Easter. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we're like, that this show is awful. boring. <laughs> but I that had company awful. over one time, and uh, it was my brother-in-law wanted the newspaper. He's like, because I didn't take the daily newspaper. So I called him and said, did you... Um, you get the paper right. Can, can I come over there and get it for my brother-in-law? And when we hung up, I, we turned the baby monitor on. And was, who was that? It was Dave. 
What did he want? <laughs> he wants our newspaper for some reason. <laughs> All right, I've wasted enough time with silliness. Let, uh, let, <laughs> let's get to social. My life is weird. Uh, let's get to social security. Um, you know, we've been looking at the year 2035 for when uh, the, well, the trust funds basically would be depleted. And now since COVID, they've backed that up to 2034. Mm-hmm. And so where it is now, what is it about at that in that year? Unless something's done, it could only pay out 78% of promised benefits. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it's looking right now. You know, some people, when they hear about the trust fund being, quote unquote, depleted, they're thinking that, oh, my gosh, there's not going to be any money coming in. Um, no, that's not. Or I mean, there's not going to be any money left in the trust. That's that's not really what it means. What it means is that um, essentially what's coming in, what's being taxed. Right. It's just going right back out. Yeah. And essentially by, by 2034, they're saying that only about 78 percent of the benefits will be paid out. So people are still That's, paying in. It's just that the reserve will be. Is that it? The reserve. The reserves are going to be dis, uh, are going they're, to be depleted. They're out here. Okay. Uh, and if you think about how many baby boomers are, you know, what what's the stat like? Ten thousand. Ten thousand a day, right? So you're, you're you're talking about more and more people that are start drawing their Social Security benefits, and so add that to the factor. Add that add that to the mix. Unless things change, they're projecting only about 78% of the benefits will actually be paid out. And we talked, we, we looked at this last time. We talked about it. I think it's three to one now, three workers to one beneficiary. And eventually that's going to go to two to one. And mm-hmm. it used to be this astronomical number of workers apply, right. paying for each single beneficiary. So that's down. It's just a lot of challenges here. So uh, let's look at this politically. Do they just kick the can down the road, probably a little bit longer, maybe, but do they not act at all? I think not. I think not. Yeah. Some things go, I think what we've seen in the last, what is it now? 18, 19 months or so mm-hmm. is that the government's going to do whatever it takes, right? Uh, whether good, bad, or indifferent to do its best to not make this economy collapse. Right? Yeah. So whether it's printing money, borrowing money, whatever it may be. So, Social Security, in my it, it it's such a it's such a huge factor in one's retirement income, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you look on the Social Security website, they're they're saying that thirty to forty percent of one's retirement income is just based off Social Security. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I've been that's doing huge. this now. For, that's huge, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I've been doing this since two thousand and four. Been in this business since two thousand and four, and I've seen where. That number is like 60, 70, sometimes even 80% of one's retirement income is just Social Security. I, I right? know so it. it. Yeah. It's so ingrained in our economy for it to just, for for neither side, right, to just to not do anything, not to enact any type of policy change to, to uh, one, to keep it afloat, two, to keep, to creep that 78% up to, you know, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's almost political suicide, right? Somebody's going to have to do, to do something. Uh, it may not be, it may, it may not be measures that as a, uh, you know, as a nation we agree with, right. But it's going to be, it, it, they're, they're going to have to do something because we're talking about a depression that we've probably never seen before. Oh, if nothing is done. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I'm just trying to picture the, the, the Congress, the congressional representative holding the town meeting, uh, folks, look, 
78%. That's the best we can do. You're just going to have to get over it. You're just yeah. going to have to get over it. Have you practiced <laughs> saying, have a nice day at the big box store? You, and then, of course, pitchforks and torches wherever they're holding the, the town hall. I mean, they're not going to do that. So, actually, what you want to devote the podcast to today is how will they fix it and ways they could fix this problem. Yeah, yeah. Just Just things to think about, right? There's... There's there's many ways that can be done, right? There's many ways uh, that, that this problem can be fixed and alleviated. Which one they choose, if they choose any of these, who knows, right? Maybe they'll do a hybrid approach. But again, something has to be done, right? We're, we're talking 2034, so that's what, what, 13 years from now? Yeah, yeah I that's, mean, yeah. That's not, that, that's not that far away. No, it's not. It's scary. It really is to think about it. Well, let's look at the first thing that could happen. All right. So for current Social Security or at that time, the beneficiaries of Social Security, and you can explain this, how the benefits are subject to taxation. And that's one option they have is to make that go up. Right. Right. So currently right now, um, if you make more, well, less than twenty five thousand dollars to thirty four thousand. Well, if you make less than twenty five thousand dollars, your Social Security benefits aren't taxable. Right now, if you make in somewhere between twenty five and thirty four thousand, then fifty percent of your benefits can be taxed. Okay. And if you make over forty four thousand, then eighty five percent of your benefits can be taxed. Now, the the when I say if you make, I'm not talking about just wages. Right. I'm just talking about income. I mean, I'm not talking about just employment. Right. I'm talking about income. Totally. You can think of it as income. So even fifty percent of your social security. Right. Yeah, so the the number starts off with a calculator starts off with fifty percent of your social security benefit. So let's say you have uh, simple math, right? Two thousand dollars a month of benefit. So the calculation to figure out, you know, where do you fall in that in that income um, limits is a thousand dollars a month, right? So twelve grand. And then let's say you have a pension, right? If you're lucky enough to have a pension of a thousand dollars a month, right? So to add that to that, let's say you take a uh, distribution from your four hundred one k. Okay, we'll take it by that because that's that's income. Mm-hmm. And let's say you have a rental property, you're getting five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks of rental, uh, a rental income. Well, if you tabulate all that and you're at or above forty four thousand dollars, then eighty five percent of your Social Security benefits will be taxed. So how um, all right. So what what do you think they would do? How, how would they touch that? And if they did, how would they raise that? Just raise the or lower the income. Yeah, yeah, they could they could lower they could lower their income, right? So instead of it being twenty five thousand, where or under twenty five thousand uh, dollars, if you're not being taxed, maybe they drop it down, right? Maybe they drop it down to twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and then now you have a a, a a a slew of people who've never had their Social Security benefits be taxed. Boom! Now it's taxed, right? Yeah. Uh, they can increase that number. Right. So instead of 85 percent of your benefits being taxed, if you hit that forty four thousand dollar threshold, well, they could just say, you know what? All of it. hundred percent of it's wow. going to be taxed. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. they, can, they can just play around with that number to play around with the number, play around with that scale to just bring in more taxation, bring in more income to the government, bringing more health to the Social Security Trust. Well, that's an option. If I may that's make a bold prediction, I don't see that happening. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because older people vote. That's true. 
And I, true. I just, I mean, I, you know, I'm no expert at this, but I would put that bottom of their list. <laughs> Let's tax the yeah. current social security beneficiaries even more. Even more, right? They won't yeah. hold that against us at all <laughs> at the polls. <laughs> uh, and I, sometimes there's no way to even get around that, you know, especially when you start thinking about, you know, if you think about how the traditional person saves for retirement, right? What are they using? They're using 401ks, mm -hmm. right? They're using IRAs. All of these accounts, that all these pre-tax accounts are Counted. taxable when you take distributions out, right? And guess what? At age 72, the government forces you to pull money out, right? So even if you don't have any right, rental yeah. property, you don't have any dividends, right? You don't have you know, anything else, all you have is social security and, you know, an IRA, right? Well, at 72, you've got to take money out of your IRA. And if they, and if that bumps you over that threshold, well, you could be taxed. So you're right. I mean, that, that, that is a good point, right? Yeah. Older people vote. And now you're talking about raising taxes on those who have already been, who are already mm. retired or already receiving benefits. Mm. No, I, that's, 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 that's so. going to be hard to pass. That's going to be yeah. hard to pass, right? Yeah, that really is. And on that note, you factored in everything, the things that they would look at to count as, I guess, what's provisional income, right? So right. what can you income. have that's not counted? What, I mean, what strategies, I mean, just to get off subject for a second, what yeah, strategies sure. could you use that wouldn't be counted? Well, one big one is Roth. Okay. Anything that anything that's uh, distributed distributed from like a Roth account, Roth IRA, Roth four hundred one k, right? That's not considered provisional income. That's okay. not considered income at all. Another right? reason to you, look at Roth, right? Another reason to look at Roth, right? And that another reason why you know they're they're looking at making changes to Roth accounts, right? Maybe limiting how many how much money you can have in Roth accounts, limiting you know, conversions and how that works. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, think about it. That could be, you know, billions of dollars that could that trillions, really, depending on how you how you how you, uh, you know, how investors are investing. Yeah. Let that yeah. let that money continue to to come uh, to pile up. That's not going to be taxed. Right. So, yeah, one strategy is to figure out ways to not have provisional income. And one way is one way I could think of immediately is having some Roth. Accounts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Good side note there. And yeah. so we, we've looked at, so we're looking at the year 2034 as it stands now, 13 years from now, as Mo said, the trust funds will be depleted. Um, and it's possible that they could only pay out 78% of benefits. So I, I, I think it's not too bold to say it's a hundred percent chance uh, Congress will do something that they'll do right. something to fix this. So we're going to look at some other proposals and uh, even one from um, even one from the president Biden has suggested, and mm. that's still to come all these different, and that involves a donut hole, an interesting concept. And, and even of course, retirement, full retirement age, making adjustments to that and what and who that could affect. That's all coming up on the podcast, your finances untangled. Can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor but also maintaining the human touch that's cloud vesters that's cloudvestors.com they're an endorsed dave ramsey smart vester that's a relationship you can trust 
At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We're back with your finances untangled and Mo Param of the great firm you just heard about, CloudVestors. And CloudVestors in a fiduciary manner and a custom approach with the convenience of virtual planning and the human touch that people need and desire. Uh, they're there for you throughout your financial life, which includes, of course, uh, working to retirement and in retirement. And actually, the, the subject of your, your podcast, if you think we're talking about Social Security and the challenges that it will face, um, it you, you would maybe think, okay, that's just for retirees. I'm not. Uh, no, that is, what we're talking about affects anyone who works, who gets a paycheck. <laughs> That what they may have to do to fix the challenges that Social Security faces in the trust fund in the year 2034. And Mo's already looked at one of the options they could have is raising uh, the taxes on current beneficiaries. And um, where up to 85% of your Social Security wages could be taxed. They're subject to taxation. And I don't right. know if you totally agree with me, but I'm putting that at the bottom of the list that they look at to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That might be, you know, uh, break glass in case of a true emergency. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. When the zombies uh, are at the door, then that's when they would do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once the zombies start knocking, then all then all then all uh, all bets are off at that point. <laughs> now, here's one that really could happen. We're going to look at it in several ways. Um, payroll taxes could go up. So the tax on those working, I mean, those working could have to pay more in taxes. Mm -hmm. What is it? Six, six, what is it? 6.2%? 6 6.2. Then matched. You, the mat. Uh, yeah, so 6.2, basically meaning that your wages, whatever you earn as income, right? 6.2 of that is, uh, that tax is used to fund Social Security. And right? the employer matches another And the employer matches a 6.2. If you're self-employed, um, you know, that number is twice as much, right? So 12.4 if you're self-employed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so 6.2% of your paycheck is actually going to fund the Social, Social Security um, Trust right now. However, that only applies to, as currently in 2021, that only applies to income under 142800 meaning that if you make 145000 right, only the first 142800 is ha is having being is being hit with that 6.2%. Anything above that, you're not being taxed on uh, Social yeah. Security. It, it, that's weird. I mean, a lot of people, I don't think, know that. They're, let's say someone makes double uh, 142.8. And once, so half the year, their pay is not subject to payroll tax. Right. You start seeing a, uh, 
kind of like a little bump in your income, right? So you, you see, or I'd call it like a raise, right? Well, yeah, six point two percent. You see a six point two percent raise, right? So high, a lot of high income earners, once they hit that threshold, they notice that oh, my paycheck's gotten a little bigger, right? Because you're not paying any more into Social Security. Yeah, I um, I, I worked for a man who he told me his first experience with that. He went to uh, payroll and wherever he worked, and he said, so "I think you've made a mistake. I'm making more now." And they said, "Nope." You hit that magic number. Hit we're, that magic we're number. We're not taking it out for the rest of the year. So that amount could be raised. That's one possibility. Yeah, they could raise the six point two, right? Raise it to seven percent, right? Mm-hmm. Raise it to eight percent, whatever the number, whatever number it is, to again bring in more money to help feed the trust fund. So that number could that number could be raised. Uh, what also could be raised is the uh, uh, that income number, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe raise it to 142. Every year that 142, 800 actually gets raised. It does go uh, up. Yeah. It does go up incrementally, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I don't think the numbers have come out for 2022 yet. I don't believe so. I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah but that number, because that number is most likely going to go up, but incrementally, but maybe they, you know, they give it a nice little shot in the arm and bring it up to 200,000, right? 300,000, yeah. whatever number it may be. But you mentioned earlier something that, that Biden is proposing. Mm-hmm. Is having like a what's called like a donut hole. Yeah, and most people know the donut hole with um, Part D, with Part D, and how that impacts Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, but what he's in, what he's proposing is you know having a gap, right? So let's say the one forty two, let's say next year turns to one forty three, mm-hmm. right? And then so everything above one forty three is suspended from having to pay the six point two. Well, he's saying, well, let's bring it back in. Once you hit four hundred thousand, so it comes from 140, back. Yeah, so one from one forty three to four hundred thousand, you're not paying anything. But once you hit the four hundred thousand and more, it comes right back in. Okay, all right. Let me make sure I understand this donut hole thing. So five hundred thousand you make. So you're paying it up yep. to one forty. Well, let's say it's currently one forty two eight. So you're paying it up to one forty two eight. Yep. Then you stop paying it until you hit four hundred thousand. And then you start paying again. Yep. So the for last that year. Yeah. So the last hundred thousand, right, from four hundred to five hundred, mm-hmm. comes back in. It's you're back. Six point two. Yeah. You're paying six point two again. What do you think about that one? I mean, not not politically. I'm just wondering as far as the is that something they take a serious look uh, at as a fix? You know, it's it's something, right? I mean, there's there's you know what's going on now is like what what they're trying to do is you know put more uh, taxes to those who make you know, a good amount of income, right? So why that 400,000? You know, that 400,000 seems to be like that magic number. It does come up a lot now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a sweet spot. I'm sure there's a lot of math, clearly a lot of math behind it, but I'm sure there's a lot of uh, research behind it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. 400,000 is that number. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. You know, that's, I'd say that has a higher chance of happening than, um, Increasing the taxation on uh, those that are already retired, um, the number of people that would be impacted is a smaller amount, right? But they vote, how, and so but they vote. Yeah. But they vote, right? I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make. What what big of a difference that'll make? But I'd say, as far as a likelihood, I give that a stronger likelihood. Either either the donut hole or just increasing the payroll taxes, right? Yeah, I give either one of those a higher chance than uh, against 
increasing the taxation on those that are already retired. Oh, I agree. I agree. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pretend like I'm in Vegas and 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 put put it in order in what I think mm-hmm. if I had to put money on it. So yeah. there you go. That's uh, I, both of us agree a greater likelihood of either one of those overtaxing beneficiaries higher. Right, right. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I think that even increasing the payroll taxes um, to that donut hole, I think it's like 176 million workers could be impacted by that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Here's another option. Rolling up our sleeves, trying to fix this problem in 2034 for the Social Security Trust Fund, raising the full retirement age. Mm. Now, this one has strong legs. I'm putting my money on that. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I'm in Vegas. <laughs> I am no. I don't know. I'm not an expert in any way, but I'm putting my money on that. This one, this one sounds tempting. Yeah. Very, very tempting for me to place a couple of dollars on if I was, <laughs> if, if I was a betting man. Right, right. And neither so of us he, are. So. And neither of us are. Yeah. 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 So right now, um, if you were born after 1960, 1960 and older, your full retirement age is 67, mm-hmm. which means that um, that's the most, that's like your sweet spot if you want to think about it when it comes to your, your uh, retirement benefits. That means that's the most you'll get from Social Security without it being decreased because you took it early, right? 62 mm-hmm. or younger. I mean, 62 or between 62 and your full retirement age or increase because you de- you delayed it, you know, past your full retirement age up until 70. Because every time you, every year you defer your social security benefits after your full retirement age, you get an 8% increase. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So up to 70, one, right. up to 70. Mm-hmm. So one thing that could be done is increasing that full retirement, uh, uh, that full retirement age. Right. So from 67, maybe they push it to 70, meaning that in order for you to get your full retirement benefit, you have to you have to wait to age seventy. Do you think they do it kind of like they when they pushed it up to sixty six in some months and you know and finally hit it at sixty seven? Will they do it like by the months and slowly do it as opposed to saying, "Well, it's seventy now." And at, <laughs> at, at what age would they do that? I mean, I think I've asked you this before uh, because both of us the ret- full retirement age is. It's the same for both of us. However, right. there's an age gap between the two of us. So at what point, do, who's grandfathered in at 67? I mean, if this if this is proposed? Yeah, because, uh, you know, I'm, I was born in 1962. Right. So I'm, my full retirement age is 67. And, um, I was so, born in 81. Okay, you would see, that's a big span of years there so would there be like someone like me just two years in on that where i could be grandfathered in i'm being totally selfish with this question here (laughs) you're like mo i really don't care about you right now what about me uh uh, you know who who knows right yeah that's the measures that can be done right they'll they'll do some stress tests they'll try to figure out you know how to impact, you know, best basically what it will take to make the trust fund last longer, right? So maybe it's okay if you were born, you know, uh, what did you say you were born? Fifty? Oh, good. No, sixty-two. No, no, yeah, sixty-two. See, I'm 62. thinking sixty-five. So maybe is, like sixty-five. Yeah, I'm thinking they'll start and they'll do it by they'll do it gradually. They'll start tacking on months like they did. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, so from so. 
from so some people have the full retirement age of 66, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's 66 in two months, 66 in you know four months, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, maybe they'll move it up, you know, like you said, incrementally, right? 67 in so. two months, right? 67 six months. But you know, to really get a big bang for your buck, it's it's really you know doing a full haul, right? You're going straight from 67 to 70. Well, see, it depends on how much trouble it is in. By the way, we've already backed it up a year. Uh, because of COVID, so it could get backed up further. To your point, they may have to make more dramatic moves. Right, and it's huge, right? I mean, that's that's huge because let, let's say, you know, I don't necessarily recommend. I mean, there's so many different nuances when it comes to um, choosing the right Social Security benefits for yourself and for your family, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, 62 is the earliest you can take it, right? 67 currently, right now, is your full retirement age, so. Some people say to themselves, well, you know what? Social Security is not an asset that I can leave to someone, mm-hmm. right? The only person who survive, oh, not survives, the only person who benefits from your Social Security benefits if you're not around, your retirement benefits if you're not around, or your sp- is your spouse, mm-hmm. right? If your Social Security benefit is higher than your spouse, then if you pass away, your spouse, you know, basically puts in, um, uh, takes over for you, yeah. right? So... Some people say to themselves, but you know what? I can't wait till 67 or I don't want to wait till 67. I'll just take my benefit right now, worry, uh, you know, take the reduction and get my benefits right now. You know, but that could be someone who's 60 years old getting ready to retire and making that decision to retire because they're going to get Social Security benefits. Well, if you delay that too long. Right. So right now. So you were born in 62. So that makes you what? Uh, 59. 59. Right. So let's say you did want to retire at 65. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not that long away from now. And yeah, and you may be thinking you. of taking <laughs> Well, I mean, this is a true story, right? You may be thinking, well, you know what? Well, I'm fifty nine right now. I really have three more years takes to where I can actually take social security. So maybe I'll take it then. Yeah. But then all of a sudden if this change happens, right? Well, what what does that do? Well, that's if they a, change the if yeah. they change the ben if they change your full retirement age to to seventy, right? So that means that you probably only get a bigger reduction if you take it at 62. That's that was the question I had, and and you would almost think that would have to happen. Uh, yeah, you know, instead of a 25 percent reduction, maybe you're gonna get a 40 percent reduction. Well, first off, I mean, just you you put me in there, so I wouldn't do it because I'm gonna, I I I would still be working. That's my plan, of course, at 62. Hopefully, because I don't want it to. What is it like 18, nine, and then you know you can only make up to that, and then they start taking it back. If you take it, yeah, 60. Yeah. So no, I mean, I wouldn't anyway. But I'm wondering for those who do, to your point, I mean, would yeah, would it cut that down and make it where you, it just no one would take it at that, or will they just eliminate that early age? Or that's another thing, right? <laughs> eliminate it altogether, right? Or maybe just say, you know what? In order for you to get your benefits, it's 65. Yeah. Right. It's wow. 65. There is no. There is no quote unquote. Well, I guess that would be early, right? Increase or, or move up your early, your uh, the ability for you to take Social Security from 62 to 65. Like forcing people to go back, forcing, I don't say forcing people, but making it uh, A lot more of likely would. that people to continue working, right? Or sure. continue working, guess what you're doing? You continue paying into the trust fund. Well, you gave those numbers earlier on how many people, you know, that their, their percentage of their retirement income Although it, yeah. it shouldn't be, you should work towards not depending on it, though the, the reality is many people do depend on it greatly Yeah, for their retirement and it, income. And even if it's not depending on it, it's like, well, 
you know, if you have assets, you have your 401k, you have your IRA, you know, maybe the social security, instead of, you know, taking distributions from your accounts, right? You're just saying, well, I'll alleviate some stress for my investments. I'll just take social security. Yeah. Right. Let my investments grow during down markets. I don't take, I don't take as, I don't have to take as much distributions. I'll just let my social security fill in some of that gap. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, if 62 was tempting, but if they push that early retirement to 65, yeah, it's like, wow, I'm 60. I thought I'll be able to do it in two years. Now I might have to keep working till 65 just to get my benefits five more years of paying into the, into the trust. I, I, I know I say it every time, but I am absolutely amazed that it's only gone up two years since 1935, basically. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that, that's the one I'd put my money on that's going to happen. And I mean, no solution is good here out of what we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to talk about raising taxes, right? No one wants to be in a position where uh, a benefit that you've been you know, paying for the most part throughout your entire working history that you, know, you have to wait even longer to receive it. Right. right? Um, they, no, no one wants to think about that. But this is true planning. Right. This is what this is what we do with our clients is, is bring up conversations like this, bring up topics like this, not for not for fear tactics or scare tactics, right? right? Just, reality. just for yeah. this reality and planning, right? Planning is you know getting the information that we know that is true today, right? And making the best decisions um, uh, based on the information that we know, but also keep the but also keeping your financial plan flexible enough so that in the event that anything does change, um, right, we can your plan can change accordingly. All the more reason to get really serious about. Uh, and early on, not just when you're 55, even earlier to think about your retirement and those different streams of income. Are you amazed at something that this to me seems huge and it doesn't even seem to be any kind of winning in this? I mean, it's none of this is good. If it's 78 percent, they can only pay out. That's terrible. That's but if terrible. taxes go up on beneficiaries, if taxes go up on workers, if full retirement age is raised, there's nothing you could go. Oh, no harm done there. I mean, <laughs> but why does why does this? No one talks about this. No one talks about this in the mainstream media. And I mean, all of that. I mean, just all of the media. Do you hear mm-hmm. about this much? No, no, it's it's this this has kind of been slid under the uh, under the radar. Yeah, you know this this really has been, you know, I, we we do workshops, uh, and actually we've gone back to doing face to face workshops uh, around Social Security, right? So you know we're targeting you know individuals you know fifty five and sixty. So Social Security is on their on their mind. Mm-hmm. Right? They're they're thinking about it every single day, but for the most part, I mean. Your average thirty-year-old, forty-year-old, are saying, or, or, or what I'm the conversation I'm hearing is, I'm not even going to rely on Social Security. If it's there, great. If it's if it's if it's not, I'm not even. My financial plan doesn't even revolve around Social Security. Well, so, that's true. But you know what? Just, Every generation has said that since it was in you since know, it was created, forth right? in thirty-five. Uh, I mean, that's true. They all said, I don't think we'll have that. But, right. but you're right. But probably they're a little more serious about it now, which is not a bad thing because that means they're making alternate plans. I just, um, when are, when, now you know they're looking at it in Congress. I mean, they're, they like to get reelected. So when do you think they're going to start acting? When will they start acting on this? 
you know, there's two bills right now um, that are still trying to be passed, right? The infrastructure bill um, you know, for billion dollars, another $3.5 trillion bill. As of this so, recording, yeah, you're right. As of this recording, right? So those are the two things that are still, you know, can't even, can't even pass, whether, you know, ones agree with them or not. Uh, you know, we still have to worry about, you know, the impact of all the stimulus that was done for, for COVID, you know, how is that going to be paid? So to be quite honest, I don't, I don't know where this is, <laughs> where this lies on their agenda. Don't forget. They right? also are war, as of this recording, still working on secure act 2.0. Secure you pack 2.0. Uh, yeah. Uh, so much infrastructure. Uh, trying not to ceiling. shut down the government. Yeah. As of this recording, I think they avoided that one, but we're still looking at the debt ceiling thing and not defaulting. Or not defaulting, right? Yeah. So it's a mess, right? It, it's it's a mess. And, you know, where is this on a radar? I, I, it, it, put it this way. They better start thinking about this. Well, they because better. Thir- thir- yeah. 13 years goes by like, like that. I know. Right. We're almost two years into COVID. <laughs> I know, really. That's crazy, right? We're almost two years. Isn't that amazing? Uh, How fast that went by, right? Yeah. So, you know, this something has to be done, right? And, uh, you know, if you if you're you're thinking about raising taxes, you know, that's something that you know. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know which which party really wants to start doing that. Well, I'm putting my money on whether it's payroll taxes or whether it's you know uh, the the six point two percent. Uh, whether it's taxing the those who are already getting their benefits. I mean, <sighs> so much of politics reminds me of professional wrestling, though, still to this day, because, um, well, because they they do put on a, a partisan show. But then when you really get on down to it and get behind closed doors, I feel like they're on the same page on so much. For instance, Secure, <laughs> Secure Act 2.0. I think I'm right on this, that it's you know, clear at the House Ways and Means Committee with a unanimous vote. And and they yeah. were talking about some radical idea, radical proposals, in my opinion, like concerning the backdoor Roth and things like that. I know that's not our topic here today, but mm-hmm. that's what makes me think. Because, you know, professional wrestlers, they always said, well, you know, it's fake. And they and I agree with that. It's staged. But, you know, they they're all buddies and they go get a steak dinner afterwards. And, and yeah, it's uh, breaking the I think it's called like breaking the wall, breaking the wall. I think it's what's called like when you know, that's that's more of like. When, um, like, I, like when, yeah, like two guys, or you know, it's women wrestlers now, right? But they're two adversaries, yeah, on on camera, but they're like they're friends behind the scenes. Oh, right, right. So, like, if you see, you know, two adversaries having, you know, drinks, or just a picture of them taking, you know, uh, having dinner or something like that, right? Uh-huh. Just breaking the wall, right? Because you want to keep that image of oh well, gotcha yeah you know, I, I threw you off a, i threw you off a steel cage but we're having drinks later on right, <laughs> right exactly <laughs> you know the whole thing was they used to say that uh ronald reagan and tip o'neill you know were actually really tight i don't know how true that was but um and i know that it is more partisan now it seems to be than it was 20 30 years ago but i still think on many things they're all they're on the same page there um, in that wonderful world so we'll see what happens here uh, yeah. One yeah, thing, they yeah. all better be concerned about this. And this does affect all ages. So thank you for bringing it up, Mo, here on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're not, you know, even if you're not planning on Social Security being around when you when you retire. Right. 
you if they raise payroll taxes, you will be impacted by it. Oh yeah, you're right? gonna be impacted. So, so you should you know at least keep your ears and eyes you know open when it comes to Social Security and just see how that will impact you, either you know currently or how it will impact you in the future. Well, I know that Mo will stay on top of this as other issues that can affect your financial life. And that's another reason to stay with us. So rate and share, like, subscribe uh, to this podcast. And Mo will do it again next week as far as recording days. That's right, Dave. I'll see you next week. Right here on the podcast. Hopefully your favorite, your finances untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.